During the next uh, three Sundays, uh, John Sullivan is going to be in the back and uh, sculpting uh, several images that are progressive, and they're connected to our theme. So uh, every once in a while, you'll see these on the screen. So if you're listening to the podcast, uh, sorry about that. But um, you'll, you'll have to discern yourself what's, what's going on and what he's making and how that's connected to what we're talking about uh, with Emmanuel. So uh, that's just f- something for you to observe and watch uh, this progressive art that's going on, the sculpting that's going back there. Uh, the other thing that I want to let you know is I, I realize that there is uh, a word that I'm going to repeat quite often, so I just want to make sure that this word was understood by everyone, and it's the word nature. And what I mean when I say God's nature or the nature of Christ is what I mean is, is the essential inherent character, uh, his disposition, his, the, the very essence of his person, of his being. And so when I, when I say nature, that's what I mean. But Matthew one twenty uh, through 23 says this, uh, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When I was younger, I, and I was in a hurry to do everything, I would uh, sometimes uh, pray hurried prayers for others. And uh, sometimes they went like this. Lord, please be with my mom. Lord, please uh, be with grandpa. Uh, Lord, please be with that missionary in Thailand. And now you and I know that, that what I meant and what we usually mean when we pray that kind of prayer is, is that we're asking the Lord to help that person or to guide them. And it's really actually kind of a, a very Old Testament kind of prayer. And uh, many times it was actually a, a type of blessing that was spoken when people were parting company, you know, go and the Lord be with you. (coughs) Excuse me. But if you begin looking through the New Testament, you'll see that people, the people of God don't really say that anymore. They pray and say things like the grace of Jesus be with you or the peace of our Lord be with you. So the people of the Lord stop saying God be with you. So why did they stop saying this or say it less frequently? Well, I think something changed, and it has to do with this name of the Lord, Emmanuel, which means God with us. And, and I don't know if it was like this for the, for the first believers when they, were, uh, when they came into relationship with the Lord, but maybe the same thing is, is happening with us, that, that maybe you've begun to catch yourself realizing that in your heart and mind, when you're praying something, you're, you're praying something that the Lord has already promised to do. He's promised to be with his followers. So today, in looking at the, the name, Emmanuel, the Lord's name, I want to impa- unpack this whole double, double pledge that comes with the meaning of this name and how it's not just a promise for divine help, but it's also revealing the very nature of God and of our Messiah. Like the first, first Christ followers who understood a change in their relationship with God as Emmanuel, I believe our understanding of Emmanuel can not only alter our language, or the, or how we, but it can alter how we think 
how we pray, and how we make choices, and how we live. So what does Emmanuel reveal about the nature of God? Well, the first and the most exciting thing, the most exciting thing is that God wants us. That he wants us. It's not like the agnostics have told us and how they describe about a God or a force that created all things, but has left us alone like a watch wound up, left to unwind, unable to communicate or know its watchmaker. The name Emmanuel reveals that God is one who doesn't want to be distant from us, but desires to be in close contact with us. That is exciting to me. The second thing revealed about God's nature through the name Emmanuel is that God is knowable. It's not like Star Wars where there's this unconscious, impersonal force which is largely unknowable to the majority of people, unless you're a Jedi here. But simply through his name, we can know that God, though, though God is spirit, he is a conscious being with a will. And that divine being and that divine will desires to be known by us personally. Through, through uh, the Old Testament and the prophets, we can see that God desired to be known by his name. He wanted to reveal himself. Uh, through, the Mo- through Moses and the Israelites, he was going to uh, make his name great and known through miracles that he performed. The Red Sea parting, the, the plagues upon Egypt. Through that, nations knew who the Lord was. God also made his name known through the Israelites, building a temple, a house of prayer for all nations. But by revealing his name as Emmanuel, we see that God wants to do more than be known by by name through miracles performed at a distance. He wants to be known more than by a temple where his presence is visited by a few selected priests. In the name Emmanuel, we can understand that God wants to come much closer and he's going to give his name a face. He wants to give his name a face. And this is where the nature of our God really threw us and all of mankind for a loop. We didn't expect this. All those who knew God to be a personal God, a God who could be known, and a God who would fully reveal himself one day, didn't expect Emmanuel like the Christmas story. They didn't expect a baby in a manger. They expected a God whose throne is in the heavens and his earth is a footstool to have a magnificent representation in a temple on earth. Not a stable. They expected a God who would come in power with great miracles, thunderbolts and warrior angels at his side. Not an infant in a barn hanging out with cattle and sheep. No one expected the one, the one that from whose hands came planets and worlds would one day have tiny little arms that were not long enough to even reach out and touch the heads of cattle next to him. That omnipotence, almighty power would be wrapped in swaddling clothes. That salvation would lie in a manger. That the bird 
that built the nest would actually be hatched within it. You see, in Emmanuel, God gave us a face with his name and entered his own world through the back door. And 30 years later, coming after that manger and giving his name a face, Jesus said, anyone, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. You see, God desires, desired us to know him and to love him, to be in relationship with him. But he knew that no man can love anything unless he can get his arms around it. And the cosmos is too big and bulky. But once God became a babe and was wrapped in clothes and laid in a manger, men could say, this is Emmanuel, God with us. No one's afraid of a baby. A God who comes with lightning bolts and angels. Well, we could spend the rest of eternity talking about the nature of Emmanuel. God coming to us fully as man and fully as God. It's one of the most marvelous mysteries, the incarnation of Christ. But I just want to come to one simple point about God coming close to us in flesh as Jesus. You see, we can talk about our efforts in trying to get close to God, which the Bible does talk about. God, God does have this seek me thing that's, that's in throughout the Bible. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 13. I, I didn't throw that up there. But anyway, you'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. He said his kingdom is a kingdom that's to be sought. Seek first his kingdom. So the Bible does talk about this, and we'll, we'll talk about this more next week. But the truth about God and his nature is that he is already close. He's already close to every human being on this planet. He initiated this by seeking us first. He did it first. He says this, From one man God made every nation of men, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. He did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of us. Though he is not far from each one of us. Here are the things I want you to remember about God's nature revealed in the name Emmanuel. One is that God wants us. God wants us and has not discarded us. He is a good, a good God. God is knowable and desires to be known by us. He'll let himself be found. God, third thing, God has initiated this relationship in a surprising way by giving his name a face, by becoming flesh and blood, and by coming in a little manger, in a manger as a little babe. And doing this, God has shown a desire to be much closer to us than any man ever imagined before the manger at Bethlehem. You see, the things about God's nature, divine nature, revealed in the name Emmanuel, also point to the other part of this promise. I said a double pledge. Here's the second part. But also point to the divine help that he wants to offer as Emmanuel. From the beginning, God had this plan to aid us with a help 
that can only truly be helpful if God was with us. You see, God prepared us and showed us over the ages through the Israelites how his aid from on high was not sufficient. Sometimes we pray for miracles. But you know what? His miracles only brought temporary aid to the Israelites. It didn't help them to change from the inside out. Through the judges or leaders of Israel, God's spirit would come upon them, not in them. And the spirit would give God's help to overcome enemies. But it was only temporary. After the leader died, the Israelites would fall back into old habits and would, that would lead them back into their oppression from their enemies. The Lord's presence with the Ark of the Covenant and the temple brought temporary blessing, but only when Israel was faithful. Through the Israelites, God gave the world a picture of what it was like to have his temporary aid and blessing, but it was just a foretaste of the eternal help that he was planning to give through Emmanuel. God was showing us the impossibility of us trying to continually go to him, trying to be taken out of the sin, out of the pain, and out of the turmoil of daily life. He was instead preparing us for the possibility of him living with us in the midst of the sin, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the turmoil of daily life, and coming to us to help us by living life through us. The saints who lived in the days before Jesus lived by faith, and it was a faith of walking with God. The saints who lived by faith after Jesus' death and resurrection enjoyed faith of God walking out life within us, living within us and through us. It's an amazing part of the gospel and the truth. You see, this is the great divine help God had planned to give us from the very beginning. Mankind failed repeatedly trying to walk with God faithfully. We could not overcome the power of sin on our own. We just couldn't do it. We couldn't figure out how to really live. So God has chosen to help us live and overcome our powerlessness by living within us. God with us, Emmanuel. What is amazing about this is that this is not a temporary aid. It's not like those without Christ or those who had to find God as an outside help for a moment of trouble. As Christ followers, having the presence of the Spirit of God living within us, God does not come and go, but continually resides within us. He is with us in any and every situation, even the things we suffer through. God with us. God with us in, un in unemployment. God with us in death. God with us in divorce. God with us in bankruptcy, poverty, illness, surgery, pain, hurt, cancer. Emmanuel means that the Lord is with us even in these situations. What does it mean when you are going through a difficult circumstance and a friend says to you, I'm with you. I am with you. You know what that means. Just know that the Lord has said the same thing to you. He said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. You know, the Apostle Paul, he endured troubles, hardship, distress, beatings, imprisonments, riots, difficult work, sleepless nights, and hunger for the sake of Christ. And he didn't respond by saying, where is God? 
Where's God? Because he knew the truth. He knew, knew the truth that the Lord was within, with him, helping him to endure in the midst of those hardships. Emmanuel, the Lord Jesus says to his followers, he says this in the Great Commission. I think it's the part that we often forget. But he says, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. In other words, when time stops and the stars crash into the sea and these beautiful Appalachian mountains come tumbling, tumbling and crashing down, I will still be with you. And when this world ends and we come before the throne of God, I can't think of a better time to know that God is with me. Meaning, He is for me. Which is another dimension of the divine aid and divine help of Emmanuel. When we receive the Spirit of Jesus Christ, we receive the Spirit of Sonship. So we do not have to be afraid because Emmanuel will testify that we are God's children. The Scriptures go on to say that if God is for us like a father is for his children then who can stand to bring charges against us? The accusations against us may be true. I know there's probably a long list from me. But we are forgiven and justified by what Jesus did for us at the cross. This passage of Scripture concludes that if God is with us and for us in this way, then with anything that comes against us, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Emmanuel, God with us. He helps us conquer, overcome. And we might just conquer by this much, but he will help us overcome. Because of Emmanuel, we can withstand adversity. Even more, we are told that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Emmanuel. So, if you are a Christ follower in prayer with someone, and they ask the Lord to be with you, you know what they mean. But you can respond with a smile and just pray, Oh yeah, He already is. Thank you, Emmanuel. And if you find yourself praying for others who are Christ followers, and you catch yourself praying, The Lord be with you. Maybe just add, Oh Lord, I know you're already with them but allow them to tap into that peace and grace you offer them by your spirit that is within them. Emmanuel. And if you're not a Christ follower, I'd like you to know there's a difference between seeking outside help from the Lord in emergencies and having available the help of the living God within you for every situation, for every day of your life. There's a difference. Emmanuel, God with us, is also ready to help you on the last day when you stand before the throne of God to intercede for you. He is waiting for you to reach out for Him. But I just want you to know, He's come close. He's much nearer than you ever thought before. And He started it. He's come close to you. Maybe you didn't recognize it first. But he did. And I just pray that today that you will have an awakening, an awareness of God's presence near. I pray for this congregation that we might have a growing sense of awareness of the spiritual reality 
that the Lord is with us. Right now, Nate and the guys are going to be coming up to lead us in worship. We're going to begin responding to the Lord, to Emmanuel, God with us. And I want you to know that in this room today, He is with us. Jesus is here. And if you have felt that God is far away, I just want to tell you that your feelings and my feelings are not very dependable. And often they deceive us. I know folks that that struggle with their feelings. Sometimes people take medications because their feelings are initiated or started by chemical imbalances. They have no reason to be depressed, but they are. Their feelings lie to them, deceive them. Other feelings besides sadness can deceive you and trick you. I want you to know that the reality beyond our feelings and the truth is that God is not far from each one of us. He has arranged this time right here and this place for you so that you might seek Him and perhaps reach out for Him today and find Him. Though, as the Scriptures say, He is not far from each one of us.